0: Bismillahir Rahman Rahim. <coughs> Hazrat Hassan Basir rahmatullahi says when a person dies and his household folk cry over him, then Malakul Mood stands at the doorstep of his home saying, I have not eaten his sustenance, he completed his sustenance, nor have I decreased his age. I will continue returning to this home until all the inmates' lives are taken. I will continue returning to this home until all the inmates' lives are taken. Hazrat Hazrat Hassan says, By the oath of Allah, if the inmates of the house were made to see and hear this angel at the time, they would forget the deceased person and they would worry about themselves. Yazid Rakashi said, that from amongst the oppressors of the Bani Israel, one oppressor was in privacy with his wife he saw a strange person entering the door of his house in the state of anger the oppressor rushed towards this person the oppressor asked him who are you who gave you permission to enter my house the person said the owner of the house allowed me to enter the owner of the house allowed me to enter he obviously was referring to the real owner of everything that everything that we possess apparently we think we own but our ownership is a very, very limited ownership. The real owner is Allah Ta'ala. So what he meant was that by the command of Allah Ta'ala I entered. I am that person which no barrier can prevent. I need no permission to meet a king, nor do I fear the awe of any oppressor, and nothing prevents me from meeting any proud and haughty person. Hearing this, the oppressor became afraid. His body began shivering. And he fell on his face. Thereafter he said very helplessly, Then you are Malakul Moth." The person replied, Yes, I am Malakul Moth." The oppressor said, Give me some time that I may write out my will. Angel of death said, It is too late now. It is a pity that your time has expired and the number of breaths apportioned to you have exhausted. There is no time for any delay. The person said, where will you take me? The angel of death replied, I will take you to your deeds which you have sent towards the Akhirat. That is, your abode will be as your deeds. You will get that type of house in the Akhirat which you constructed in this world. the Hadith Sharif, Nabi wasallam says that the world, the dunya is the planting field of the hereafter. What a person plants here, that is what he will reap there. So if a person plants flowers, then he will harvest flowers. And if a person plants thorns, then thorns are what he will reap. So dunya is a place to make the akhirat. Unfortunately, our whole focus is on how to make the dunya. So there is no harm in a person undertaking whatever little efforts he needs to in order to fulfill his needs of the dunya. But the dunya is not the focus of life. The akhirat is our abode. He said to him that you will get that type of house in the akhirat which you constructed in this world. The person said, I did no good deeds. I did not construct any good house until now. The angel said, in that case, I will take you towards the blazing fire of Jahannam. It removes the skin. It will call and pull the person who turned his face away from the truth in this world. Thereafter the angel of death extracted his soul. Amongst the household members, some were crying while others were screaming. Yazid Rakashi says, if the people come to know what the deceased person experiences in the throes of death, they will scream and cry more on his suffering than his death. Hazrat Sufyan Sauri says, when the angel of death touches the vein of a person, he ceases to recognize people. His tongue becomes locked and he forgets everything of this world. Wait not for the anesthetical effect of death. Out of the severe pain, the dying person would have swung a sword on those near him. In some narrations it has come that when the soul reaches the throat, shaitan makes all efforts to lead him astray. It is reported about Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal rahmatullahi that he was in his last moments and somebody was making talqeen reciting the kalima in his presence so that he would also take it on but he is saying not yet so people were confused but he was in the state of semi-consciousness going in and out of consciousness and he said this several times not yet, not yet la no so they were a bit worried. And when he gained consciousness again fully for a while, he said that this is what was happening, we were trying to induce you to recite the Kalima, and you are saying La, no, and you are saying not yet. He said, I wasn't talking to you, I wasn't even aware of you. At that time, Shaitan was trying to mislead me, and, de- and in the process he was saying to me that now you finally got out of my clutches. I was saying to him, not yet. I am still with life when I leave the world with iman safely, only then I'll be out of your clutches. Only then I'll be saved from your mischief and your treachery. In some narrations it has come that when the soul reaches the throat, shaitan makes all efforts to lead him astray. In one narration it comes that at the times of salah, the angel of death searches and keeps record of people performing salah. At the time of salah, the angel of death searches and keeps record of people performing salah. If he finds anyone punctual on salah, then he reminds him to read the kalima tayyibah at the time of death, and wards of shaitan from him. Subhanallah, what a great thing for the person who is punctual on his salah. that The angel of death himself reminds the person to recite the kalima. This is something that every person wants to leave the world in a way that his last words are "La ilaha illallah" "Man, ka, man kana akhiru kalamihi La ilaha illallah." Dakhil al jannah. This great muhaddith Imam Abu Zur'a Razi. He was in his last moments, and his students were sitting around him. They are wondering how do we make talqeen, How do we try and induce the kalima to such a great personality? So they decided. One person started reciting that hadith. Where in this particular hadith is from the beginning of the chain of narrators? haddathana fulan and as they came up to his point and to the point where the hadith starts he started reciting the hadith himself and he said man kana akhiru kalamihi la ilaha illallah and he came up to this point and before he could complete the rest of the hadith he passed away and this was actually as if saying that the rest of the hadith he physically completed or practically completed this much he said verbally man kana akhiru kalamihi la ilaha illallah and Dakhal al-Jannah is what he did. So, those who are, in this way they live their lives, they are obedient to Allah ta'ala, they are punctual on their salah, the angel of death himself reminds such a person of the kalima at the time of death. Among the other things that becomes a means of a person remembering the kalima, and the kalima becoming easy for him at the time of death, is the punctual use of the miswak. Miswak at the time of wudu, using that punctually, this also makes the remembering the kalima easy at the time of death. Mujahid rahmatullah, says, when death approaches a person, the appearances of those who he used to keep company with are shown to him. If he used to keep company with pious people, they are shown to him. Otherwise he is shown his evil companions. The very same subject matter is narrated from a sahabi, Yazid bin Shajara. Shajara. Again, another very, very important aspect that has been mentioned here, that the type of company a person keeps, those are the appearances that will come in front of him. So when he sees pious appearances around him, then his heart at that time will be induced towards the kalima. And if he sees all evil appearances in front of him, he'll be clutching onto the world and towards sin. And Allah forbid he'll leave the world in that kind of condition. So this is also very, very important that we keep correct companions, good company, this will also become a means of good for us at the time of our death. Allah Ta'ala give us taufiq. Allah Ta'ala keep us in such conditions all the time that if death has to come at any moment, we are prepared, we are ready to meet Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala is happy to meet us and see us and we are happy to see Allah Ta'ala. SubhanAllah. subhanallah.